I invented yep. a straw, the type of straw the other day. Keep your straw thing to yourself. <clears throat> My family are functioning alcoholics almost across the board. See that chair? It used to be gun. If it turned out koalas were good for erections, we'd be dragging them out of the trees. So much, so much frothing. So much frothing. <laughs> I didn't even get stomped in the dick. That's my junk. Yeah, put it away. What well, let's just that? tuck right in then. See if we can wrap this up in an hour. Which, you know, it's possible. We were last time under an hour. The passion of the D's got it done. Yes. And the D's got it done. So, wonderful. Oof. We might touch on that lately. Hey, um, One Off The Wood, episode 58. It's a new, a new one off the wood, if you don't mind, Andy, because we got something pretty special. Well, at least I do anyway, in my hand right now. And um, there's a couple on their way over to you. We've got a new beer sponsor. Hell yeah. It's uh, the boys, they were actually on the podcast, episode 29, talking shit about going to brew a beer on Rottnest Island. And fast forward 18 months, here we are, the Geordie Bay Brewing Co., is the real deal. So I've got my hands on uh, the first beer that they've released in cans, the Parker Point Pale Ale. It's delicious. I've had it on tap. It's fantastic. So there's more to come for these guys uh, over summer. They're going to release more tins. We're going to partner up with them, pump their brand. They're going to pump us. Um, They're going to pump us. Pumped. Fuck yeah. Well, look, yeah. I was looking forward yeah. to that. So we're going to... Uh, <laughs> oh, I haven't read their emails. Are we going to drink... Drink it exclusively. I haven't tasted it yet. It, it better be good. Exclusively on the podcast. It's it's good. And um, I suppose we better give it the, the one off the wood, the smashability rating. So uh, the pale ale, um, smashability, it's very classic pale ale, maybe a little lighter than, than others and a slightly fruitier in my own tasting opinion. I haven't read what it says on the side of the can. But uh, I reckon you're looking at an eight smashability, eight cans in the sun. That's pretty good for a pale. Yeah. Pretty good. No, that's... I I couldn't imagine having more than that anyway at the moment well, after my big stint of no booze. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, the box turning up so I can try them next pod. But um, if people want to get their hands on one, what do they do? Where do they go? Uh, there's a few they, places around. They're actually bringing out, bringing out more beers as well. So, there's a lager coming and I won't tell you what the other ones are, but they're on the website so you can check them out. Follow them on Instagram at uh, at Geordie Bay Brewing Co. on Instagram. Uh, on their website, they've got a list of stockists at the moment. And I, um, best one in town, Liberty Liquors, Claremont. Hit those guys up. So right near Clubber, if anyone's in WA. Celebrations, Willoughby. Where's that? Do you know where Willoughby is? You you know the, the, the supermarkets of Western Australia. Yeah, I know where Willoughby is. I've been there, but I can't think. It's like nor- Northern <laughs> Perth. Let me Google it. <laughs> it might be. Uh, no, nah, south of the river, Melville, Melville uh, O'Connor. Yeah, yeah, right, yep. yep. down that way. Uh, and the best place to get it, if you're heading over to Rotnest on Rotnest Fast Ferries, you can actually grab cans. So it's also on tap at a few places. Obviously, Gov's Bar, Rotto, Percy Flint, South Rio, uh, Picker Bar, the Old Man and the Sea, Jero, and uh, one of the best, Rodney's Bait and Tackle in um, Mozzie Park, one of the greatest bars in Perth. So head on down, give it a crack, give it a try, look out for the new ones. There'll be more to come and we'll get these boys on to have a chin wag about it. Sounds good. So only available in Perth at the moment. Yep, or your house very shortly. At my house, um, just on the website, geordiebay.com.au. Yeah, you can't buy it on the website. Okay, 
Sounds good. Looking forward to trying it next week or well, next week as if good- next month, next podcast. <laughs> that, that had a, yeah, well, well, we'll talk about it um, a bit later. Anyway, uh, I suppose we'll just crack in. Have you got anything that's got you frothing just to start us off? Oh, dear. I'm de- if I put you on the spot. You put me on the spot because I've got future froths again, but I refuse to speak them to the universe. So I'm going <laughs> to put them all back in. My my froth Keep them on the inside. My froth is uh, oh, fuck. I can't. We don't, haven't been doing many podcasts, but I got a new surfboard. It's a twin fin, and it's just it's a new feeling, a different feeling. It has its good moments and its not so good moments, uh, but it's been really fun to yeah ride a brand new board uh, that's different, different setup, different feel. I spent a ridiculous amount of money on it, but it was it was all worth it. Worth it a hundred percent. Spend money on toys. Spend money on toys. If you take anything away from this, spend more money on toys. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to spend some more money on toys this week. I've never regretted it. I can't think of a time where I've done it and regretted it. So, yeah. New board. I thought, um, I thought your froth was going to be Vax. You got Vax today, I heard. Yeah, I got my second Pfizer this afternoon and I was like preparing myself to be sick and I still might be, but I feel fine now. <laughs> But yeah, I was fine on the second um, on the second dose of Pfizer. Everyone apparently that's when you get crook. But mm. I don't know. So you're obviously not anti-vax. You've been kicking around Bondi. Many anti-vaxxers around there. Yeah, there's a few. I'm um, I look. I like to stir people up at my work by offering an alternative opinion from time to time. But at the end of the day, I'm pro-vax. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to do that. I think um. Someone at my work, he's not necessarily anti-vax, but he's just a, more of the delayed vaxxer. Yeah. He's the, the last adopter. He's like, nah, I'm a wait and see, wait and see. But I think those people are going to get really punished when shit opens up and it's like, all right, um, PS, today you need your vax passport and then they're, they're going to have to wait months. So those people are going to get their comeuppance. They're going to get fingered in the end, I reckon. Yeah, because I was, I was in that bucket to start with until it kicked off here and then, and then I was like, oh, I need to get this before things open up. Like, I don't think they're actually going to check for vaccines. I think they make these rules, but I can't imagine anyone's checking anything. But, yeah. That's a good scam. Forget about fake driver's licenses. Like, all these um, kids that are, you know, 18, there's a whole round of people that have missed out on fake IDs and trying to get into the pub because the pub's not been open. So, it's like, they'll just be getting fake vax passports. Oh, it's the, so they can it's the easiest thing to... <laughs> go to schoolies. You download it off MyGov. It's like a Word document. You, you could uh, yeah. you could fake it in about 10 minutes. So if you are anti-vax, reach out. We'll um, sort you out with a word doc. Yeah, that, that could be your spin-off. That's how we're funding the potty from now on. I reckon I'm, I've actually, I've come around to it this week. I'm actually going to go the opposite way. I reckon I'm going to go full vax. I'm going to collect the set. So I've got Pfizer, two doses of Pfizer. Yep. That went all right. And I'm going to go, apparently you can get Moderna or um, the modern in, just in like Amcals. Yeah, the Moderna. Uh, you can get it in Amcal. You wander up, and Amcal gets paid ten bucks for every time they dish one out. So, how many? Like, do you reckon they're going to be testing or checking that you've been uh, vaxxed? I'm just going to be collecting one a month. I reckon. Just roll into Amcal, get a little booster shot. I'm going to be a fucking superhuman. Yeah, and get the um, do a deal with the pharmacist. He can sh- sh- give you five bucks every time you do it. You could get like a hundred a day across yeah. different pharmacies. Make money. Yeah. I'll bring in like a roast chook or something and get like, just get him to inject that as well. So it's my kid. Wrap it up in some. <laughs> just into a roast chicken. Some blankets. Vaccinating roast <laughs> yeah. chickens. 
I remember when they first <laughs> when they first came to Australia, someone administered like what was it like fifty times a dose because they'd read the packet wrong, and I think that guy was fine. So I think this checks out. This <laughs> is a good scam. <laughs> this is a good scam. More, yeah, more, come on. more vaccine has got to be better than less vaccine, right? So. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, you're on board. So, no, I think at least collecting the set has got to be good for you. A hundred percent. I think getting all of them and maybe getting some random ones as well. My, I was looking at my vaccine passport. Apparently, I got a typhoid one in 2017. Oh, yeah. So, that yeah, we can get more. And there's probably new ones now that babies are getting that we didn't get. Why can't we get some of that? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, a bit of whooping cough, get a bit of that. Tetanus, you, no one no one stacks up on tetanus enough. The amount of times I kick my foot on the fucking ground and end up bleeding and mm. in, you know, rusty places, never wearing shoes, like, oh, I should be having tetanus yearly. Is tetanus real? Is that a real thing, though? Because I've never known anyone to get so. Yeah, I, I think that's Big Pharma selling, yeah, selling Vax, that one, because I'm pretty sure tetanus is made up. Well, I'm not paying for it, so fucking bring it on. Anyway, that's my Vax thing. Um AFL Grand Final. Is this what you're frothing on? <laughs> Sorry. I'll, yeah, you asked me. Go on. <laughs> what, what's got you frothing, Lauren? Oh, I went to a footy game the other day. Oh, you went to a footy game. That's right. That's right. Oh, mate. I've only just stopped frothing from it. It was It was incredible. You it was frothy. everything. I can't tell you how, how like... I got a lot of messages to shout out to everyone that messaged me. Thanks very much. Uh, appreciate it. I couldn't really reply to people because I was too frothy. It took me a while to come down from uh, the sky. But like it was, I don't know how many years I've seen other people win um, the grand final, other teams, and I've just actually imagined, you know, what it would be like from literally that kid in 1991 when mum was talking to me and like, you'll win it one year. Like I remember those days. I've imagined it every year since and it was fucking everything it could have been just completely different because it was in Perth. But um, we went appropriately hard. Did you did you watch the game? Yes, I did. It was like it was a. You did. Yep, and it looked like things were. I was imagining you were stressing at the start of the third quarter. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> it looked like if you tapped into it halfway through the third or in the fourth quarter, you'd be like, oh, it's been a it's been a walkover from the start. But it wasn't. It was just they got that momentum in the second half of the third quarter. It's pretty amazing. Like it must have been good to watch because it was quick goals. Fuck it. it was it was full on like it got, yeah not many footy games like that so I think it worked out really well nerve settled first quarter Melbourne up by a few points and four goals I'm like fucking here we go I was like I was all right because I I felt like from halfway through the footy season I've been holding my breath like that's the nervousness that I had I was holding my breath like just fucking ready to get it over and by the time the final came around you're at that point where you like start convulsing because you need to breathe you know that like oh, oh, oh. no a little bit longer. That's yep. what it felt like. And I was walking into the ground with um, LB, one of the girls that came with this, and I am like, looked at her and I was like, this feels like I'm walking into either my funeral or my wedding and it's going to be one of them and I don't know which one it is. It's going to be in my funeral or my wedding. Like, it, it's going to be fucking exciting. I'm getting either end of the spectrum, but it couldn't be neither. It was going to be one. It was, it was hectic. Like 50, 50, 50 Just, Russian roulette. Russian, like, absolutely. So... Yeah, that um, and then like obviously the doggies came back. They actually kicked. I'll give you a quick, quick summary. Very quick. They uh they kicked eight goals to the D's one. Mm. Um, when they started coming back after that first quarter, so eight goals to one. So they're on an absolute roll there. And then in the third quarter, 
the bond, like the, the commentators are talking about him already taking home Norm Smith. He kicked a couple of goals and like played really well. After that, just went missing. And there was, with four minutes to go in the third quarter, Melbourne were up by a goal. So they've had a, had a bit of a comeback and the commentators are going, this is going to be a nuts game going into the last quarter. I'm like, I don't think I can handle this. I'm going to need another beer or, or four or five. This is like actually getting hectic. And then they chip it around with, with under a minute to go, Petrarca, a.k.a. Spaghetti, just jags a goal from the corner. And then they kicked two more goals in 30 seconds. It was absolutely mental. Like you would not have predicted it and then yeah the D's just ran away from it but I didn't claim it until uh until Langdon kicked a goal with uh so he we were 42 points up and he had a set shot and then he kicks the goal and that was the point I was like all right 48 points we're up here however many minutes to go 12 minutes or something I was like fucking hell we could actually win and it was funny because at that moment the tv screen goes onto the crowd where we are we're sitting three rows back in the pocket and everybody's up and about and cheering. You know, we had eight seats in a row and I'm the only one sitting down. No one, everyone's from Victoria. No one goes to Melbourne and, I, and I'm just sitting down, like holding my hands, just looking just like, holy shit. And everyone Can else is going bananas. Yeah, yeah your goal. <laughs> yeah. I was just losing it. But oh my God, it was, you know, I actually, I had DOMS. I had DOMS from uh, on Monday, you know, delayed onset muscle soreness from celebrating because we went appropriately hard from, 8 p.m. till 5 a.m. I walked out of Hippie Club with my mate Weeksy and um, sang the song all the way back to my house. <laughs> Fantastic. How was the atmosphere? Was like, do you reckon versus MCG final? Was it good? Um, the ground's amazing. The, the, like the sound quality is, is incredible from, you know, there's a bloke in the middle of a football field with a microphone and there's barely any echo. It's really crisp. Obviously, the light display, it was really, really good. Like, really, really good. And I was impressed how many supporters were there for both teams. So, it was quite good. I think people got around a team either side. Yeah. Um, yeah, big. I mean, it's another thing to have 100,000 people at a stadium as well, you know, afterwards. And spilling out with the G being in the middle of town as well or in the middle of Richmond, you know, spilling out into the pubs and things afterwards, just a bit... Um, bit different it kind of dispersed quite quickly but yeah yeah mate epic epic show like they've done really well what watch, watching watching the um on the tv we watched the pre-game and the half time show and it was just like watching because yeah. we've been in lockdown for three months don't know if you know that but um watching like a big crowd <laughs> and like live music it was like oh my god like i want to i want to go and see live music so i don't know if it was really good or if it's just that i hadn't seen anything for a while but i thought that the the tunes were good but were they yeah, good live? Tunes were good. Yeah, they were they were good live as well. That's what I said. Like the sound compared to the G, where it's just huge and like the, there's no gets lost. put into acoustics. Yeah, and then you've got lights as well that add to you know always add to the the theme as well. So yeah, mate, it was it was sick. I, I frothed absolutely frothed over it. Let everyone know. Bought some merchandise as well. Good. So I've got a new shirt. No longer rocking my 1997 kit. I got on your side and I put money on. The demons and won money, so I was pretty happy with Did that. You? Yep. Um, should should I double down and put them down as premiers for next year? 
I had I had a cumulative $145 against Melbourne in different bets. <laughs> I was like everything that, that I was like, what's the worst thing that could happen? It's like the doggies lead the first quarter and then lead every quarter till then. I was like, good 20 bucks on that. I was like, what's the next worst thing that happened? They kicked six in the first quarter. I was like, sweet, put 20 bucks on that. <laughs> just, I was just throwing money on, just hedging. on shit I didn't want to happen. So yeah. if it happened, at least emotions. you make money. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Emotional bet, bet hedging. Bet against your yeah. emotions. Emotional hedging. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty smart. Pretty smart. Oh, good froth. 58 years in the Grouse making. Froth. Might have made that up. Was it 58 years? 57, so yeah, 58th year. This is episode 58. There you go. Oh, fucking hell. How's that? So so the episode we did was episode 57 and it was 57 years. How's the serendipitousness? How did we miss that? Fuck, we completely missed that. That's wild. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, Anyway, um, hey, mate, tell us about your dog. You got a dog. I want to hear about this. Yeah, I, I got a dog. Where is it? Oh, look, it's in the other room. Have you not met... His name's Willie. He's like a... He's an alleged chihuahua, but he doesn't look anything like a chihuahua other than that he's small. So I think he's half chihuahua, yeah. half something else. But like the Mel got him off the internet and they sent a picture. Oh, this is what his mum is. And it's, then it's the first image of a chihuahua that you find on Google Images. So... <laughs> is it... <laughs> So, oh, that's good marketing quality. That'd be the same as my Vax passport. Look very similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, he's he's a good boy. Uh, he's training up well. You know what? Uh, he's good value. Like having a dog's good value. I I didn't want a dog. I put it off for eight years. Mel finally broke me. We got the dog. It was pretty annoying to start with, but now he's settled in. So he's good. He's a good boy. He's good value. Adds a bit of what bit of color. How is he entertaining? What is he? What what's the value add? Oh, just cuteness and hilarity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you talk to you talk to him right? Like talk I, to I'll him. get home yeah. if, if if the tin monster's not here. You know, there's no one to talk to. Yeah. So I whack a podcast on. Someone talks at me, but talk to a little fella and and like it's they don't talk back. It should be weird. You shouldn't talk to animals because like they don't talk, they don't back, talk back, but they it's give weird. back. They give back. They add just like a, a level of of love to the to the yep. to the vibe so it can't be bad um but that being said okay. all the annoying things that you would think come with a dog come with the dog but it seems to be evened out by the good things and i think we took him to, okay. the, to the beach on the weekend and what blows my mind is that he's never really seen water before but you put him in it and he just swims <laughs> swims to shore like yes. if you dropped a human really? baby in the water it would oh, be dead so shit it's dead within seconds, but no, he swam like a bit of a spaz, like very, uh, but like got got it done, like swam to shore. Job done. Yeah. yeah. Effective. Yeah. I think um, little known fact that um, I was going to say most, but you know, because I'm saying it, all, all Australian animals, native animals can swim. Yeah. All of them. None of them can swim backwards though. That is true. Yeah. I, I feel like... Um, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Only humans. I was thinking kangaroo might have a crack at it, but nah. Yeah. None of them do backstroke. None of them can do backstroke. Like otters. Humans are the only ones that can do backstroke and backstroke is stupid. It's like pointless. All strokes are stupid except for um, freestyle as far as racing goes anyway. 
Yeah, well, as far as racing. Survival strokes. <clears throat> side stroke. Side strokes, all right. Side strokes, all right, <laughs> if you're drowning. <laughs> can lizards swim? Yeah, for sure. Yep. I know they, snakes they can. zip in and out and like... Yeah, snakes are lizards. They're, snakes are like less capable lizards because they've got no fucking paddles. <laughs> like, of course a lizard can swim if a snake can. Yeah, right. Disabled lizards with, with poison. <laughs> yeah. Less able. They'd compete in the animal Olympics under the para-lizard category. Para-lizard. The para-lizard lizards. <laughs> Para-lib. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Para-lizards. Para yeah, snakes, hoop, hoop snakes, just para lizards. What up? What up? They made the best of what they had. Um, I've seen, speaking of making the best of what you've had, I've seen you've been on Strava lately. You've been smashing runs. Mate, call me, um, call me Tom Hanks, whatever the... F- Tom Hanks? Yeah. <laughs> In that movie where he runs. Horace <laughs> Gump, Steve Monaghetti. Call me Steve Monaghetti. Like the- that's it. That's obscure, but for the Australians, know who Steve Monaghetti is. He's like the classic marathon yeah. runner. Just like doesn't look like he sh- looks more like a heroin addict or or a yeah. He's a bit like Paul Kelly, where he went too far down the drugs and not enough music. Yeah, a hundred percent. But yeah, I've been running uh, because lockdown is just it's the easiest thing to do. Um, so surfing and running, and I've been getting right into it. I actually ran a half marathon the other Sunday morning. And how's this? Like in a in an organised event, or just because? No, nah, organised event in my own head. Uh, I woke up and yep. and did it. But how's this? Like you would think you would need to plan it, and I, it's not like I did it out of the blue. I'd I'd done some longer runs in the weeks going up to it, but I did it just on black coffee and water, no food. And I find that I struggle yep. with food, so I don't know if I'd yeah. So that's interesting, but um yeah, get running. I saw that you tried to run two kilometers and your body didn't like it (laughs) i feel like your fitness has been directly stolen from me like like you you've gained this ability to run around and like not have sore hips and all i've got is progressively more sore hips yeah man all i can say is stretch and massage that's what you have that's what you need um your body's probably more fucked up than mine though I would say. But maybe it's not. Who okay. knows? Maybe you just need a stretch. But yeah. All right. We're running, swimming and surfing and not drinking. Like I went, talked about it last time. I did 12 weeks no drinking. I have been drinking again, but yep. I haven't drank more than... Moderation. Yeah, I've been moderating a lot, but I'm looking forward to when the pub's open next Monday and going and getting unmoderated. Next Monday? Mate, yeah. you live near one of the biggest pubs in Sydney. Like that's going to go off. Yeah, the only problem is they have like, you know, you got to book and stuff. I, I was thinking, get in at nine or something like that, like nine a.m. and just, yeah, just make the most of it. Straight to the TAB. Yeah, just sit at the TAB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so keen for that. Like, you don't understand. Like, just to take a few off the wood, like a few hundred, and yeah, maybe put some money through the dogs, <laughs> lose money there as well. But yeah. Perfect. So the fitness. Yeah, get in early, go hard, mate. That that should be actually to anyone in lockdown in Melbourne, in Sydney. When the pub opens, don't be selfish. Don't sit in there all day. Get in, go real hard. Yeah. Smash as many off the water as you can. And when you've had your full, well, you feel just just get out. Let someone else have a go. Yeah, let someone else have a go. Because there's going to be capacity go. limits. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's right. And don't don't hold back either. Like they need the money. So like spend up. Blow Drink everything. Blow yeah. your whole paycheck. Do it. <laughs> it's only one. You think about how many paychecks you've saved. Yeah. If you've like, got a job until this point. at the end of this this COVID bullshit, then you owe it to yourself to blow that whole paycheck. And even if you don't have a job and you're on that government money, you owe it to the government to blow that whole paycheck. Yeah, either way, I'm hearing money for money for beers. Get on the beers. Money for jam. Dan Andrews said it. Um, it's good. I, uh, I, I sold my car too. I don't know if I told you that. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, you, men- you mentioned it. I found it to be surprising because I felt like you didn't buy that car, car that long ago. It's been three years. The last couple of years have just flown by because I feel like you you stake your life in, or for I do, in holidays and major events, mm. like say weddings or things. And it's like, that's how I trace, oh, okay, what did I do? Or changing jobs and that sort of stuff. I'm like hardly anyone's changing jobs. There's no big holidays going on. So it's like those last couple of years just flown by. But yeah, it's been it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Um, it, I basically, it, it was worth more than when I bought it. I won't say... How much more? Because I left a one off the wood sticker on the back of it. So just in case, right. shout out to old mate. Enjoy, enjoy your trip up north, and um, thanks for the cash. So uh, I'm just going to upgrade, get a new one, do a Harry um, from from fire to fire to, fork. fire to fork, and you know get yourself in freshy and start again, set it up because there's been basically no better time to do it. But I have to wait till Feb, which is a bit fucked. Yeah, because I'm carless. So essentially, it was worth more than what you paid for it. So you sell it and then buy a brand newy. And yep. now's the time. Yeah, well, three years, 50,000 Ks later, and I've made money on a car. Like, there's never been a smaller gap between what I own and, uh, yeah, so what, what it is. What? I've just been throwing money into share market and hopefully I'll turn, I'll close that gap in the next <laughs> five months and then turn it into a free car. <laughs> that's, yeah, or that's my theory. lose all the money We're and have no right car. Today. Yeah, today. Nah, not in, I'm not putting in fucking crypto. It's um. You need to yeah, give me some off, off. some tips because mine are going shit at the moment. Um, we'll do that off air. There was that <laughs> episode where I was giving out shitty stock tips last time. We edited it out and then somehow that made it to air. I don't know if we mentioned that, but there's some people on certain applications uh, Got, listening yeah. to the episode that has dodgy stock tips in it and some people <laughs> listening to one, one <laughs> where it got appropriately edited out. Yeah, yeah, so no, there was a no delay. No responsibility. But look, if you did happen to listen to that episode and get the stock tips, just buy, take them. Like, it's as good as any other stock tip. It's all, it's all rubbish unless you're legitimately insider trading. But um, yeah. yeah, look, you could lose <laughs> all your money and then have no car, and you know, buy crypto. How's um spending other people's money is pretty sick though as well. Like recently, you and I have been a part of a, a surfboard purchase that. Uh, contributing to <laughs> that neither of us have actually got this surfboard or do we pay for this surfboard but we will at some point in the future surf this surfboard <laughs> so good yeah absolutely just sort of providing moral support to our well to gilly who actually well he was on the podcast a few weeks ago got some feedback that maybe he should be be a more regular regular host on the podcast i don't disagree i would be um wouldn't yeah wouldn't be um unhappy with the decision as well that that could be like three mates in different states all sort of mashing up we've got a got a whatsapp group going on it's pretty sick the other the other weekend the last weekend we had surf checks from three states like different levels of froth it was it was cool real cool i'm liking it yeah i do like that 
to get get all coasts covered. We just need to add someone from like Tasmania in there. Maybe someone on the Gold Coast. The and deep. We could start I think our own. The Goldie. You need. Yeah. Start, someone north. Start our own surf line or swell net, but just a WhatsApp. Well, you can group. get um Adelaide. I've got Adelaide sorted. We can throw old mate Phil in there. Do they have a surf in Adelaide? Occasionally, Middleton, mate. Middleton madness. Let's <laughs> blew it out. It's all about Wapes and Parsons down there. And Knights, you've seen that wedge down there. Knights wedge, yep. Seen that one. Oh. Boogie board heaven. Absolutely. Um, you uh, What's going on with your wedding? Are you still getting married? I think so. So. <laughs> so. That's three months away. Yeah, three months to the day a few days ago. So Tasma- it's in Tasmania. We're, we're pressing yep. on as if it's happening. Tasmania have said they will open their borders when they get to 90% vaccination. And yep. it looks like they should get to 90% early to mid-December. Um, yep. So if they do get in early December, the borders will be open. So then... You, for you. For me... Queensland can already go there. WA can already go there. The only thing I don't know if it, whether it fucks up the WA thing. So you might need to well, just get there early. I'll I'll be able to get in, okay, but I won't get home. That's the thing that's going to fuck me is because if you guys open, if Tassie opened the border to New South Wales and Vico and everyone else, yeah, then WA will shut the border for to Tassie. Would they though? At that point when we like the the whole country is like ninety percent vaccinated, that would be. So loose. I think Mark's Mark's gone real hard, and he said, "Well, they won't shut it, but there'll be quarantine." Quarantine. So, yeah. So I'm gonna go down and cop two weeks on the way back. Yeah. Just come and live up in Sydney in January. You can use my house if you want. Either way, then I'll need two weeks on the way back from Sydney as well. But eventually, WA will open the border, and you won't need to do that. When are they doing that? But I do have to go back I don't know I'll have to go back at some point what but is, I'm thinking right just the way fucking school way holidays go anyway that WA will probably go into a lockdown mid-January just because there'll be people coming in and out and going and we'll end up with it and if they want to keep COVID zero then they'll shut the place down so high chance uh, I'll go to Tassie stay an extra week to make it worthwhile come back cop two weeks quarantine but WA will probably be in lockdown anyway so yeah Everyone else would be, yeah, it won't matter. I won't have a car, so fuck. We'll sort you out. Who cares? If you get stuck and you don't go back to WA, you get sorted. You can, um, yep. yeah, you can, you got friends around. I think like, don't you think that's like mental? Like surely by that stage, yeah. we should all be playing the same game and WA might as well play it too. But like, are you guys just behind in the vaccination rate or something? Like, Well, they're slow because it's like, because we haven't had cases, people were a bit, you know, slow to get motivated to go and do it. But we're not too far behind. Like, we can ramp it up and we'll get there to the same similar rates around the end of the year. Yeah. So, it wouldn't be a few weeks off. But whether they just... That's a full change in... They've gone from COVID zero to, okay, we'll allow COVID cases with vaccinations. Yeah. Because, like, Tassie's the same. They're it's like, look, difference. if we open it up at 80%, people are going to... Tasmanians are going to die. It's like, yeah. So, that's why they want to make it to 90%. But... I think somewhere yeah. like even Perth or WA and Tassie, like surely it's not going to spread that much. It's like pretty like it's not a super dense place. Yeah. Like Tassie especially. But anyway, it's on. We're going to make the proper call end of October 
um, just based on what the state governments are saying. But Tassie sounds like they're they're on. So when are you going down are you, there? Uh, between Chrissy and New Year at this point. Are you going anyway? Uh, no. Well, we like wedding or not? Pro- well, we booked to go down on the seventeenth of December. We were going to yep. go early and do a quarantine, but we're not doing that anymore. We're just going to. Okay. Just aiming to go down the seventeenth, hoping that everything's open. On the boat with Gilly, actually, actually. So, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, wedding or not, I'm booking it. I'm well. I've already booked. You already so booked. I'm coming. Yeah. So we'll just we'll just. Oh have yeah, a, no. Yeah. We would be there anyway. Maybe I'll get married. Yeah, you can do. Like, I don't see why you wouldn't. Because everyone will be there, and all the stuff will be there, and you can go halves with me in the cost, and that's just sorted. Perfect. What do you think about um, like a GoFundMe for your wedding? Uh, who's paying? Are you sending it to the guests, to the invited guests? Like to pay an- your own way, like wedding? Anyone in the world. Just like a GoFundMe page. I don't want to... I mean, fuck, there's people, people in the world. You could try it. I don't see what the harm is in trying. Yeah, if I like spun it the right way, you could probably get people involved. What's your angle though? You need an angle to get married to have a big party like because that's that's the key because if you make a funny angle people throw it like um afl grand final um oh mate we we talked about in the last episode not enough streakers going on and Great. there was a streaker and it was peter bowl the olympian 800 meter runner his cousin or brother who actually was out there got, got the job done he made it a fair way but it, but um got carried off right in front of us i got an epic photo of him he's smile on his head off just absolutely frothing but but like he set up a GoFundMe page for that sort of stuff so it's funny what? I got comedy value out of it I'll throw 10 bucks and in. what's he using the money for for his court, court to case. pay for his fine it's oh. only 12 grand over here it's 50 grand at the G but yeah it's only 12, 12 grand. grand it shouldn't be 12 grand you should... keep your underpants on that's the key because less charges is that, less, uh, is that proceeds of crime like with a with ooh a... nah ooh yeah good yeah yeah I don't know, technicality. Is that actually his brother or cousin or did he just make that up based on his nationality? No, 100%. He is, okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm not sure brother or cousin. Couldn't remember. Google it up. Peter Bowles' cousin runs nude. Yeah, legit. We need to edit all that stuff out about the wedding because we don't have future views on this podcast because they never work out whenever we talk about them. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, that's all right. Just have an anti-view. Just like bet on it. I'll if I'll get I'll message Sportsbet and I'll make them hedge it. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll hedge it for you. You should do the same. Go put a GoFundMe page on and raise. Put all the money from the GoFundMe page on Sportsbet that your wedding won't go ahead. And yeah. then boom. I, I, I reckon it's eighty percent on wedding paid for. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I am. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm. I'm trying to. My Sportsbet account's going well. Ever since I stopped betting with you, it's doing doing quite well. I just need <laughs> I just need Tyson Fury to knock Deontay Wilder out on Sunday, and then I've got this multi that's been running for weeks that's going to pay off. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, sure, it's a good strategy. <laughs> good strategy. How many weeks? What? How many different sports are in that? Uh, so there was some UFC, there was the AFL Grand Final, there was the NRL Grand Final, and then yeah, the boxing. So there's only four four things, but they were, yeah. I just need the knockout. It has to be a knockout. I've hedged against it though. So when you get on a good multi, you can start hedging against it. So it's 
Yeah. Just got to get on the, get those first few over the line. So. <laughs> Limiting wins, maximizing. Yeah, be, no, I like it. You'll be able to watch it's that good. in a pub. Like, I won't be able to. The pub's open Monday. The fight's on Sunday. That'll be I'm actually one. incredibly ignorant to what it's like not to be. Like, I was chatting to... Um, I was chatting to Damo. I was like, oh, where'd you watch the grand final? He's like, oh, just, just at, at, at home. home. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Melbourne. Like, heaps of people. <laughs> like, just completely forgot. Oh, yeah, no, nah, I got fucked up at a nightclub and walked out at 5 a.m. after, you know, mingling with strangers and spitting in their ear telling them about how good, you know, Christian Petrarca is. Yeah. Now, Melbourne have got it tough because they're behind Sydney. They've had the worst lockdowns of anyone. They had they just had a fucking earthquake, which was something. Like well, Australia right. doesn't have earthquakes since like, how did we end up with an earthquake? You like you'd know a bit about earthquakes. Tell me how come Melbourne <laughs> had an earthquake? Go well that e- whole east coast of Australia from Cairns to actually to Kangaroo Island, including Kangaroo Island, and um, sort of cuts through Adelaide, the Adelaide Hills is all new new ground relatively everything on the west side of that is all old so the whole di- great dividing range is pushing up out of the ground it's coming up mate how are we not having earthquakes if it's pushing up like that that's why it makes heaps sense yeah but i don't think that's true but that is true <laughs> mate. when <laughs> the oldest fossils in the world are found on kangaroo island in the flinders ranges and then inland from cairns like that all that ground's old old shit and then the new bit is all pushing up but, out of the ground. Yeah, okay, but it's not out a ground, it's not a yeah. tectonic plate boundary or anything. Is it just some random? Like obviously there's like a, there's a mountain there's, range there. Must there. Be. Yeah, but the big boundaries are like where why Hawaii exists. It's not like oh there's a there's a boundary that runs through Hawaii. It's like Hawaii exists because there's a tectonic plate. Like that's just deep deep ocean, and then it pushes yeah up out of the ground. Same with New Zealand. New Zealand, like, Indonesia. Yeah. The the Himalayas, but the Ring of Fire, the Great yeah. Dividing Range, which is like yeah. some glorified yeah. hills. And don't get me wrong, I love the Great Dividing Range. It's my probably my, great. my yeah. second favorite yeah. thing. I would in say Australia. Apt, aptly named range. Yeah. yeah, aptly named. Yeah, it is great, and it is divisive as right now. It's dividing us, but I'm yeah. not convinced that it's growing. Um, I thought right. it was well, just... I said it with confidence, and that's all you can do when it comes to science on okay. our podcast. No, but I like it. That's... Say it with confidence. There is uh, the Great Dividing Range is why Melbourne had an earthquake. and surprised that they don't have more. If... They haven't. We had a 6.9 in um, in WA, Meckering, so in the Wheat Belt, which is relatively flat. A 6.9, yeah, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah, but and like... It, it... WA, you'd be surprised the whole thing doesn't cave in at some point with the amount of fracking and shit that goes on. So I'm that I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, that a big one, and it, it it's got quite um quite famous, and only because the, there was a huge fault line. So the, there's a picture of the road, and it lifted up a like good two meters from where the bloody earthquake went through. But the shit thing is, they just happened to build Meckering, the town, right in the middle of the fault line without even knowing. And it wasn't like the fault line, but it just went straight through and the whole town just was flawed because, you know, if it was a couple of hundred metres to one side, it would have been fine. Unlucky. You know, these things happen. Yeah, unlucky. Yeah. I'm like, look that up. It's quite, it's not bad um, little history. You know, if you're bored there in your quarantine, want to do some, do some reading. Yeah. 
Um, I was wondering, speaking of science, <clears throat> the other day, what do you what do you reckon blind people see? Uh, probably dead people walking around like regular people. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you reckon they see see sounds? Like if you close your eyes right now, you you, you see light. You know the the blues and greens and that sort of shit that sparkles but that's light receptors you're you're seeing the lights or you see if you stare at a light and then you close your eyes you see that that light still yeah but what do blind people see you reckon so well i think interesting would be like what do they dream like if you used to be able to see you probably dream yeah visually but if you've never seen do you dream because you don't need eyes to to make pictures in your head We'd need to ask a blind person whether they dream. Yeah, that's fucking true, eh? Like, yeah, because you dream with your eyes closed and you go on adventures. Adventures are sick. Do you reckon blind blind people would froth like if they had a had a dream and they just? I'll get back to this. Yeah, they could see a lot of stuff. Someone rang me and fucked this whole thing up. Oh no! God damn it! He calls on hold. (laughs) Andy, come back. Someone rang my phone and it fucked it up completely. Blind people seeing. Uh, blind people dreaming. I, didn't, I never thought about that. Because the, I listened to this thing and they were talking about uh, DMT, which is like a, a drug you can smoke or it's in ayahuasca and you can go on like vision quest with your eyes closed. And they reckon that it's actually created in your brain like naturally and it's used for vision is what this new scientific report... So, so DMT so, is used for vision to help you comprehend what the input is. Well, to help you create what... Because you, you don't... You know, what you see is just created in your head and they think that that DMT and other chemicals have something to do with it is what these guys have figured yeah. out. So if Can you're I blind... you allegedly say... Alle- allegedly, if you do enough DMT, you don't have to close your eyes. The... You can sit there with your, or you may sit there with your eyes open, and look around, and you're in the the vision is completely taken over a hundred percent, and you are on another planet with your eyes open. Yeah, because it's like the, allegedly, there's too much of this thing that's creating vision. So a blind person would still have that chemical. So potentially they could see things, but we'd have to get a blind person on the podcast and ask them. A blind, imagine a blind person doing DMT. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. We need to. And the, like, like pretend that the blind people, they don't see the visions, they don't have anything like that. Because I, I, I originally was thinking, all right, you create an idea of what it is that you're hearing, smelling, touching, feeling in your head, and then you kind of move through that world. Like like when you get up for a piss in the middle of the night, you don't turn the lights on, you know where the world is and you move through it, but that would get more colourful if you're always blind and you would create this world. But then if they don't kind of have that world, then you they did a lot of DMT, then all of a sudden... Maybe you create it. That would really blow their mind. Yeah. That... Let's get a blind person on. Yeah. Know any blind people? I don't know any. <clears throat> um no, I don't know any blind people. And that's not because I've got anything against blind people. I just haven't come across them. 
<laughs> they can't find me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, we might have... Um, How are we going to get a blind person on a podcast if they can't see? Well, like they can talk, mate, and here. They'd be the perfect candidate. It'd be, it'd be easier than getting a deaf person on, what? that's for sure. What? Yeah. So, so sometimes I think people have a, a problem where they, they smell sounds and like hear colours. Synesthesiology or something. Yeah. something like that. Something like that. And people, when they do like acid and stuff, that happens. So it seems like the senses are interchangeable. So who knows? We need to talk to a blind person. If you know a blind, if you are a blind person, um, yeah, send us a message. (laughs) (laughs) Or a voicemail. A voice. voice Send us a voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's actually... Look, there's a lot of difficulties. They're probably not on Instagram, which is our major marketing campaign, yeah. unless it's Brailgram out there. Yeah. And it's just like, imagine like blind porn. What are they, what would they, like, oh, I suppose you could um, translate, uh, I was going to say Grey's Anatomy. What's that? Fifty Shades of Grey into Braille and they could read it in froth. Well, it's just the old school telephone line. You just ring up and someone explains what's happening. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, porn... Generally, it's pretty self-explanatory with the noises. Sometimes you don't need the visuals. Yeah, just get a noisy one, have the volume up, smoke some DMT, <laughs> and away you go. <laughs> hey, remember ages ago, if, um, when you moved to Sydney, you were you were bringing your house plants with you. The, there was a yeah. like well, you had some bathroom plant. How's that going? Uh, the toilet plant, because we talked to the plant yeah. plantologists. The yeah, botanists. the botanists, the <laughs> earth botanists. When yeah, <clears throat> that's when I first moved here, we we're talking to him, and the, yeah, the one that lived in the toilet, it's still alive, but it's on its last legs, and it's moved out into the atrium. Uh, but he's still, and he, has, he hasn't got many leaves left, but he is still alive. So that plant, he. well, I think it's a he. Looks like a he. He's been around mm. for years and years, and then we've got two other house plants that have lasted the the test of time in this house so three house plants all still alive one of them not in a great way no four four so doing a pretty good job getting it done i think it's easier to keep them alive in sydney because you get more sun coming in the windows it's a bit more of a less temperature fluctuation so a bit more humid yeah it's fucking humid starting to get real nice at the moment like water's still cold but it's like you know, 27 degrees today and the sun was out. That's why COVID's gone. Okay. COVID's scared of the sun. Science, bitch. <laughs> COVID's not gone. COVID's gone in Sydney because you, no one's getting tested because no one gives a fuck anymore. They're like, oh, fuck it. It's too late. I've got a sniffles. I'll just go to the beach and probably won't interact. I'll get someone else to pick up my coffee. That's why COVID's gone. You can't genuinely be relying on people self-reporting and self-testing data to say how much COVID's around. I think we've got, what s- we've got 600 cases a day. That's probably more than WA has yeah, had. Off. You've got, you'd have so many more than 600 today. But it <laughs> so many more. It doesn't matter now. We're all vaccinated. We're just out there doing our thing. We're all vaccinated. 70%. Double dose as of yesterday. We're free. Good on you. Um, I saw this. There's this chick, and I don't. I don't know her name, and I was going to look it up, but I don't want to know her name because she doesn't deserve publicity. But it's just some vegan chick in Perth that 
has just come back from a little stint being an activist somewhere else. And she keeps, she walks into like Louis Vuitton and like in the nude and, and, and like tells everyone that they're murderers and this sort of shit. And she's down at Frio markets and into restaurants and stuff. She was at the Royal show that we had here, interrupt some poor kid who's showing his cow. Like these, these kids have, you know, prepared their animals and like probably quite nervous about showing them. Like it's a pretty big deal. And she just interrupts their like performance to, to tell everyone that they're murderers. Anyway, she's some, some sort of fuckhead. And then I was like, these Peter, people these like activists are off the chain like they're out of control dude there's no rationale to it and i was sort of thinking like how far away from science getting to the point where we're like plants are conscious like i get home you talk to your dog i get home i'll talk to the talk to the house plants i'll apologize to a couple of them because they haven't been watered enough like we till us understanding that mushrooms and plants have consciousness and and are there and then peter's gonna be like nah, no more house plants no more house plants you cannot keep a plant captive you cannot take a species of plant from victoria and take it to new south wales it's out of its own habitat how far away you reckon yeah well <clears throat> i killed a cockroach this morning and i was like i would you know i'll kill every cockroach i see and i won't feel bad you know like yep. and there's other animals that I just murder, and I reckon someone from Peter would kill a mosquito or, you know, eat plants that have, you know, the farmers have had to kill all the bugs that were on them. So where do you draw the line? And then, yeah, to get into like consciousness of plants, consciousness of mushrooms, or like an underlying consciousness of the universe, which there could be. How the fuck would we know? Just because we we can communicate with each other, we know. Yeah. Like a dog is conscious, right? It is. Do these people have pets? Do they keep pets in captive? No. Pe Captivity? Peter don't. Peter, Peter no nah. pets. Peter are like anti-pet. They're anti-everything. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> but you get to a point where you're just like, well, we all just have to kill ourselves. But but then mm. even that is cruel because we're conscious beings. So, yeah, it must be tough. Maybe VR is the only answer. Does that make yep. sense? The Matrix simulations. Yeah, yeah. Matrix simulations that we're already in. They need to be investing in tech. Peter Tech. That's what they need to be. Like everyone from Peter will eventually have this stay-at-home gig. So it's like you sign up to be a proper member of Peter and what it is, it's a room that's, you know, run by some bloody, I don't know, solar, whatever, hippie technology, wind power that's not hurting anyone. And then you just lay there. You don't touch anything you don't eat anything. You just you're just there, like photosynthesizing there, like and um and virtual reality cruising through your world, pissing people off and doing whatever. That's it, because you don't want to stand on anything. You don't fuck anything up. So you live in perfect Peter world. Yeah, because we can't kill anything. Don't they know that the world is just all about death? Like that's that's what it's all about. Plants die, mushrooms death and eat capitalism. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. It's good Mate, stuff. plants are the ultimate. Plants are the original capitalists. You got to understand that. Like, look at a rainforest, right? The big trees. The big trees get bigger. The little trees, they like try to come up from the bottom, and then they're like, you know, they think they've got a chance, and they feed these other the big trees, but they don't. They just die, and then eventually the big tree consumes them again. And it's like they they're helping out. Like trees are are all about themselves. More, more, more for themselves. Absolutely. Like the little tree, no hope. Oh, the original ca capitalist plants, but for sure. The 
the trees are the obvious ones. So the big trees are, oh, they're the big, they're the big dogs making all the calls, but it's the little mushroom under the ground that actually is running the show. And that's that. Pulling the strings. Pulling the strings underneath. So Decides who lives and who dies. Yeah. The government is the mushroom, the mycelium. <laughs> the mycelium. Just- it might be the government. It might be deeper than the government. It could be deep state shit, you know, underground pedophile rings, mushroom, mycelium. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Where did pedophiles come into it? Mate, that's a long story, but... Check out uh, QAnon conspiracy theory about underground pedophile rings. I don't actually understand it all, but (laughs) but hey, just no. It all makes sense. You don't have to understand it not to be for not to be real. Look at science, mate. I don't have to understand it not to like just throw it out randomly. But just speaking of mushrooms, there's a doco called um, oh fuck, what's it called? Paul Stamets documentary. Hang on, let me. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fun, funk, fantastic, fantastic fungi. fungi, and it's it, you did you used to have to pay for it, but now it's on Netflix. It's really cool. Like the the uh, I don't know if it's like uh, computer animation or whether they somehow film shit. There's a, a mix of both, but it looks really cool. And um, yeah, it's interesting. So watch that. And it's definitely not filmed. It's definitely <laughs> some of it. Some of it is of though. <laughs> but like all the electrical shit. Oh, the not, mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the blooming. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, if you want to learn more about underground mushroom pedophile rings, check out Fantastic Fungi, <laughs> Netflix. Now, if you need a login, just send was a DM and use his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll sort you out. <laughs> Might be a problem. <laughs> oh fuck, that was a good, good little tangent there. Um, I had uh, oh fuck the other day I, I saw an article I can't remember I could I tried to look for the article which is a bit shit anyway I don't have the article but basically there was babies switched at birth you know hospital little mix up easy to happen all kids look the same yep especially in you know different special certain countries they all look the same anyway like you know Scandinavia. Yeah. They're all blonde and blue eyed. Yeah. Sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, so in the, Australia, these, um, all like redheaded with freckles and yeah. Yeah. They all look like Bo Miles. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, <laughs> but anyway, these Asian. babies were switched. Right. And then I'm thinking, if you know, if you know, like, that your kid was swapped and you took home the wrong kid, like, and they call you the next day, you're like, oh, fuck, that's no good. So you bring the kid back. And then, like, if it happened, in a week's time, you, you bring the kid back. But yep. if it happened in a month's time, do you bring the kid back? Yes, month definitely. Um, a year? Yeah, probably after a year. You'd be annoyed because you've after a year you've invested. Oh, it depends what they've what they've done with the other kid. Because <laughs> obviously well, that, you're going you, this is for the thing. returns. Do you, do you get a look at it? Yeah, like at the other kid first, or or what? Because I feel like up to one year old, like like then. Are you bonding with that kid in the first year of its life? Um, Surely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But Especially then, mum. But you got a lot more years ahead of you. Wouldn't you rather have your own kid? Like after one year, I'm thinking anywhere up to like four. I'd return four, it. Four, <laughs> yeah. hand it back. Well, if you did a good job though, you'd you'd want to look at the other kid. But if you like, what if you you know might have dropped it here or there, sort of thing, or like you know, it was a redhead or. 
it was you can fix it after four but like beyond four if the other parents have like you know raised it wrong you're probably in trouble i think yeah you need to socialize them by about that age otherwise they're fucked for life basically that's what jordan peterson's book told me so i know heaps about parenting (laughs) (laughs) so four years fuck it that's a it's hectic isn't it it's like yeah, because it's got to get to a point where it's like, which one do we just hand back? You're like, oh, you know it's between... I, I thought it would have been earlier, but somewhere between, yeah, day one and four years. <laughs> yeah, because it's like at 15, it's like, well, it's pointless now. Uh, you, you'd, like, mm. you'd like you'd meet the other one, but you'd, you wouldn't swap them. And, unless your kids yeah, turn kid into... Yeah, choose. Yeah, unless they're like a dickhead. Like if you've raised a yeah. little dickhead, you're like, you know what? You're not even mine. We're gonna swap yeah. back. Do you think that's how, do you think that's how like um, how parents that adopt kids like you know bless their hearts they treat them? That's like oh you know he's a bit of a fuckhead at school. It's like listen he's not getting great grades. He pisses everyone off. He he punched a kid in the mouth for no reason. It's like yeah, but he's a rescue. You know yeah. we got him from the shelter. He's not perfect. He's not the perfect Labrador with this Labrador retriever with a beautiful coat down the park. He's a bit bit special and he barks at the other dogs but he's a rescue we got him from the shelter yeah and i think you get away with a lot as a rescue because even as a kid you could say look don't mind me i'm a rescue so i'm expected to fuck up but if you're a rescue dog and you fuck up you get put down (laughs) like (laughs) you got last chance yeah true my um do you know any never forget sorry i i know yeah i know a few rescue humans yeah um one of them is a fuck up and, and the other one is a, a great bloke, very successful and they're like similar age. It's quite funny. The parents have a, yeah, my mates will know who they are. <laughs> it's quite good. good well, there's the one who's a fuck up know who he is? Is he listening? Yeah, he knows. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he won't be listening. <laughs> he knows. And he's interesting. He keeps the rest of the family entertained, Perfect. that's for sure. Has, they didn't take him back to the pound. Nah, 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 kept, kept, kept him. But you, you spoiled spoil my train of thought there. But um, yeah, I, I, something I'm about your sure grandpa. You so you said you about to say something oh, about good, your grandpa. Good callback. Yeah, yeah. So so pa, he he's um, couple of older brothers and um, very successful at the school that I went to. Like one of them was ducks of the school. The other one was the represented the school in every first sport they had at the time. Like six or seven different sports. No one's ever done it since. You know, he's a, a good good sort of blokes get the job done. Anyway, Pa's about 10 years younger than them. And um, he fucked up at school one day and his dad sat him down, Noel, old Noel Hepworth. And he said, Pa's name's Rob. And he goes, Rob, listen, you're an accident in the first place. So don't fuck this up because we didn't want you here in the first place. <laughs> you got one chance. And he was just like, at 12 years old, got told. And he's like, oh, shit. All right. Yep. That's me. He, he, he's the accident. So, Got to make the I mean, most it's pretty obvious. It. Ten, ten years younger, or eight years younger, or something. So, yeah, that was a, a good life lesson that Pa passed on to me. Don't fuck it up. Yep. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind it at all. <laughs> what else you got for me? I don't know. A few odd ramblings. I wrote a few jokes today, but they're all horrible. You want to try and tell me one? No, I really don't. I'm still, I've I've kind of let the stand-up dream go because I've been listening to 
too much Andrew Wolf, Wolfie's podcast where he just says everybody that does stand up is a fuckhead, but he does stand up and he's like, your jokes aren't funny. You fucking, you think you, you're going on, oh, your grandpa, he's an accident. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. It, oh, you shit, just stay at home. Don't worry about what he thinks. Too much, Wolfie. Don't worry but, um, about what yeah, he thinks. Like, I'm still writing a few few jokes here and there. Well, yeah. I'm not dishing them out. I've, I've, <laughs> I've milked them already today. Look, we've, we're approaching the hour that we said we we're going to do, but I've got a final thought for you. Yep. Was daylight savings invented by lazy people? Because. As um, we go into the longer days. <laughs> oh, this was rhetorical. Sorry. It's not rhetorical. Yeah. I want to just ask, this is yeah. why I think it was. Uh-huh. Because as the days get longer in the morning, if you want to make the most of your day, you have to get up early. And yep. like, so there's got to be been people there thinking like, oh, I don't want to get up early. Like it's way easier to stay asleep than to like, it's way easier to stay asleep than to get up early. So these yep. people that are sleeping yep. in, like oh, I'm missing all these daylight hours and all these fuckheads getting up early, the day. getting yeah. them making the most yeah. of it. So fuck then, I'm going to shift the day. I'm going to sleep in and then make the most of the end of the day because it's easier to stay up late than it is to to get up early. Yeah. So yeah, daylight savings up. invented by lazy people. Agree, disagree, discuss. Uh, <laughs> daylight savings, I believe, was invented by the Germans. I'm pretty sure the Germans or a Scandinavian country and it was actually invented to save oil when all of your lighting was run on oil. So what they did is they changed, it might have been during one of the wars as well, but they basically moved the, the daylight hours so that you could get more done during using daylight and then you would have to burn less candles and therefore use less energy and they could conserve it. That was why it was actually invented the first time. But uh, ironically now... Because of daylight savings, right, in summer, Melbourne and Sydney specifically, people get home and you get home and it's fucking hot still. Yeah. So you crank your air conditioner and you use more power. So it actually uses more power during daylight savings. The week after of daylight savings, not because it's getting warmer, but because of that hourly shift, people are home for an extra hour during the heat of the day. Therefore, they're using their aircon for an extra hour during the heat of the day rather than starting it up at six o'clock instead of... So daylight savings is... There was a shit discussion, but that's just... The, they're the facts. No, it's good, <laughs> it's good to know these facts because I'm, I think yeah. I'm against it and basically it's causing climate change is what you're telling me. So yes. it fucks, yeah. it fucks the... Contributor. The farmer's yields get fucked over, obviously. Yep. It's contributing to climate change <laughs> and it's invented by lazy Germans, probably the Nazis. Yeah, yes, Nazi. Yeah, who who were also anti-smoking the Nazis as well. Don't know if you know about that. So, you know, give and take, little good, little bad. Yeah, yeah. Some things are not all bad and some things are not all good. What Minecraft included. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we wind this up? Is, is, that, is this the last episode we ever do? Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Oh dear! All right. Well, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's it then. Yep. So we need a tune to finish up the episode. I actually picked up my guitar today and strummed out a bunch of tunes, and one of them, which came out of the blue, which I didn't even realise I knew how to play, was uh, Everclear Santa Monica. Do you remember that song? 
nah, give me a few bars or just grab the guitar and play uh, it live. Yeah, the guitar's too far away. But it's like, we can live beside the ocean, leave the fire behind. Yes. Can I play that song? Yeah, for sure. I, th- I feel like an ad ruined it. I feel like it might have been on TV on repeat. Well, when some, I, was, some... I was thinking about this today, I was like, I think it was ruined. But I think enough years have passed now that it might be cool again. And we can bring it back okay. today. Yeah. Kind of like Gautier is almost ready for a comeback. Gautier should be ready for a Yeah. You need a yeah. new name though. Next year. Next year. Gautier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do it. Riff it out. Thanks, mate. It was um a good gene wag. Go the D's, give them hell. Go D's. We'll be back. Yeah, mate. We should do this more often going into summer. Yes, please. I'd like that. <laughs> Who wrote? Who wrote? I am still living with your ghost. Lonely and dreaming of the West Coast. I don't want to be your downtown. I don't want to be your stupid game. With my big black boots and an old suitcase. I do believe I'll find myself a new place. I don't Yo.